This is exactly right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Chris, you know, the host of this podcast you're listening to. I have a few stand-up dates coming up. September 8th, I'll be in Boise, Idaho at the Lounge at the End of the Universe, followed by the Bug Theater October 28th in Denver, Colorado with the Grolics. That'll be a fun one. And then I'll be in Fort Collins at the Comedy Fort October 29th. Please do attend. The tickets are available at chrisfairbanks.com. send you off in style we want to welcome you back home tell us all about it were you scared or was it fine mouth horn With Karen and Chris. Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. This is Karen Kilgariff. Um, we are in beautiful Burbank, <laughs> the city that Jay Never. Leno built. Right? Who did? Jay Leno, kind of. I don't know. Anytime no, he... I hear Burbank, I think of the area you live. Oh, should I have not said that? It's oh, a, no, they're all going to come. Everyone's coming they're to Burbank. They're all coming, breaking into my home. All the people that are, well, they're probably already perched outside Jay Leno's house. Yeah. He's the most murderable. <laughs> uh, I, um, I believe that you say Burbank is the city that Jay Leno built because of the uh, acid-washed denim dome that is... Uh, Oh yeah, he put up over the city in 1992. Yes, yes, the acid—it's acid washed on the top and the bottom, letting yeah. you know it's okay to uh, do denim on denim. <laughs> it's always been okay for old Jay. You know what? I—I've heard that it is okay to do denim on denim these days. I I've, think I've you done can. It. I wouldn't go chambray on a light wash jean. Right. 
It depends on it's it's nice to do it with a darker denim. Yeah. You don't you don't want to look like um you work at I don't know. Yeah, an acid factory? You're right. He dresses like he's he works at some sort of a manual labor job when he's doing his jaywalkings. I mean, we are talking about something that happened in the past, too. We could probably Right. Forgive let's talk, and forget. Let's talk about the future. Yes. Um how about those? Let's talk about Jay Leno's future. <laughs> He's going to go to Mars. I volunteered him to go to Mars. He <laughs> oh, and he can, will surely die there. We can only, we can only hope. Oh, why am I being so <laughs> no, aggressive towards we're him? We're just we're bandwagoning about hating Jay Leno. What else could we say? Burbank is well known for New Wave Entertainment, where we're about to pick up our next guest, Sarah Schaefer. So mm. exciting! Yeah, very exciting. So we know uh, Sarah, of course, from her podcast Nikki and Sarah and uh, the show they had on MTV Nikki and Sarah Live. Which was great. Uh, Sarah was the second name in the title of that project. They probably did it alphabetically. Yeah. I, would, I don't I, I don't think either one of them had any kind of uh, dominance over the other. You know right where it is. Do we? Okay. We're here. Right? Wow. We that, are here. That and might I think, be her. Is that her with the ponytail? It might be her. Yeah. That's how quick that's how close we were. This that's amazing. Well, oh. we're gonna have a nice full. Wait, is this a red carpet? Hi. Oh, comedy dynamics. Hi. A seminar. That is her. I, let's ask her about the comedy dynamics seminar. I don't know what that is, but I did just see. What if I haunt? Hi, Sarah. Hi. How are you? Good. Hop on in back. Hey guys. Hi. Hi there. There's okay, a, I'm picking up the mic. You yes. perfect. It's so good to meet you in person. Oh, finally, because uh, I'm a huge fan. So this is really exciting. Sarah, Karen, Karen, Hi, Karen. Sarah. Uh, I'm a huge fan of yours. Oh my gosh, so I'm so flattered. We have a mutual friend, Scotty Landis. <gasps> Love me some Scotty. He's the greatest, right? Yeah. I think your mic has fallen off, Karen. No. Yeah. Did that whole thing get lost? Oh, I don't know, but oh guys, it all. Oh, you guys. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah. It was the, I I'm think. I'm back. I'm back. So, just the. <laughs> so, it's right. like a cinnamon roll in here. Does it? Mm-hmm. Oh, good, because I. That's a nice good. compliment. I, <laughs> I have dogs, so yeah. I'm afraid that. Well, they must that, be really into cinnamon rolls. Yeah, they are that's wonderful all they chefs. Eat. <laughs> they, they really are in horrible shape. <laughs> Both very fat. Were um, you at the Comedy Dynamics Seminar? Uh, yeah, it was a seminar. Um, no, it was a taping. They're doing a, like a it was like a stand up show that they filmed, and they're going to put it on their all across all their digital platforms. Oh, nice uh, cross platforming. It's for yeah. digitizing those platforms. Yeah, and I did a stand up set in front of a sort of you know these things are always a little weird when mm-hmm. you do stand up in. Um, uh, it, they set it up pretty nice. You know, it seemed like a club setting. Was it stand-up in front of, like, your management people? No, thankfully. Okay, it, would... There was a real audience there. They were a little... They weren't the best audience, but, you know, they assured us that they were going to make it sound great. And I was like, ooh, laugh track, thank you. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what else could that possibly mean? Um, yeah, but, I mean, you know, they mic the audience so they can probably boost it up a little bit. Um, it and was this fun. was just, like... Your management being like, we're just going to make our own stand-up show? No, this they're not my management. Oh. Um, they are... We're going to start a rumor that they are. <laughs> yeah. uh, please don't wave. make people think that. Um, more, my managers more. are far less well-known. Um, <laughs> no, the... Um, it, it's... I guess... Uh, Comedy Dynamics is a new thing, but... Um, new Wave is like... 
of they do specials and albums and they they also do a lot of weird um post production um for films not weird but it's it's a company that does a lot of different things and they're they're trying to put out they're putting out a lot of stand-up content so yeah i see their logo yeah. everywhere yeah or maybe it's a motion graphic yeah new wave does a lot of specials that yeah. you'll see on netflix i have an album coming out with them That's in great. a few weeks terrific what's Check it called it what's it called, called chrysalis oh chrysalis. my favorite stage of pupa <laughs> it is it's my favorite stage too it's the development and transformation from caterpillar to butterfly you guys don't like larvae <laughs> those <laughs> assholes I, I did when i was a kid but <laughs> but now you think they're gross. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah it has. I, I leave the meaning up to the listeners. Um, there's one butterfly reference on the album, but it also just represents my that this material is is like my transformation from a not comedian into a comedian. So wow, I always think of the song by Crazy Town. Come, my lady, come, come, my lady. <laughs> You're my sugar pie. Or my butterfly. You're my butterfly. Yeah. That's why I brought it up. Yeah. yeah. It's funny that I brought it that's, up and then I said sugar yeah, pie. I do a cover of that on the album. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Just yeah. a kind of acoustic rap. Mm-hmm. Uh, saying it yeah. out loud. Yeah. I'm sorry Spoken I brought word. that guy up. I liked it. Well, when that's terrific. That yeah. How, how do you approach the, uh, I'm looking to launch my second album. What do you What are you gonna do? What do you, you just... I don't know. I, this is my first album, um, and I'm I've been doing stand up for a long time, so it's like it feels like a long time coming, right? Um, but it's uh, I'm really proud of how it came out. Just turned in the final edit this week, past week, and um, where'd you tape it? In Union Hall in Brooklyn. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, that's great. And it was uh, that was a place I used to perform at a lot when I lived in New York and. Um, You're out here now? Yeah, I live out here now, and I felt like I'm not, I, I haven't done the road extensively um, as many of my peers have, so I didn't have a club out there that felt like a guaranteed, like, oh, it's going to go really well. Yeah. And I just did so much stand up in New York that I feel like I actually do have a, an audience there that's real. It's, so, it's risky um, doing it at a club. I attempted yeah. to record my album three times on the oh road, my and. You never know what Yahoo group of Americans is going <laughs> to yep. show up yep. at the... Uh, it could be a, a party of people that work at Yahoo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh those, guys. Could, those people. It could be <laughs> an empty room except for Yahoo Serious. But I... <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be, would, be, that would be very... That would get, like, a lot of uh, press. Just yeah. only him laughing, but super Australian-y. I um yeah, but it was it's it's good I think to do it in a place a safe place yeah because most people. people listen to it they're not like oh way to be lazy Schaefer you did it in the easy no people don't care they're not thinking no you know they no want it to sound like you at your best and um, I really felt like I got that so I'm I'm very excited That's but I'm good. nervous because I've never had my stand up. I mean, there's not a lot of it out there. There's, like, two jokes that you can find online. I've really not put any... I haven't done a late-night set. I haven't done a half-hour on Comedy Central. So I'm nervous about... Well, this will be the first time that I'm getting any sort of feedback about my stand-up in a, on the Internet. Oh, it's yeah. totally different than... In the moment well, when you're you getting laughed, turn yeah. that nervousness to nothing but excitement, <laughs> and stay away from those comment boards. Do not yeah. read the comments. I know. Sometimes I do just as like a cutting, a form of cutting. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<laughs> just to feel pain, the, to feel something. I had um, the first time I ever read a comment about myself was the last. Oh, wow. I uh, wish I had that. I think I've told this story before, but um, it was on, uh, it was some Mr. Show like fan board and I had not been doing stand-up for a really long time so I was almost like just trying to see if anybody remembered me it was almost mm-hmm. the feeling of doing it it's just curiosity it was, yeah, yeah yeah but definitely coming from a pathetic place <laughs> and yeah. uh so I saw my like I basically did a search for my name and it came up and the comment was um Karen Kilgariff is super hot when she's not being a lard ass, but what do I know? I'm a quadriplegic. Oh, oh how, do you, and, how do you I mean, approach? there's so many layers. It was, it was everything a in... a difficult approach. I literally oh. was like, that's the only internet comment I ever need to read again. Wow. Well, of course wow. you attack them, but you really got to sidestep that one. <laughs> With the quadros, you got to really tiptoe. It was, a, it was because an emotional roller coaster, mm-hmm. and then it dumped me off at... That's I'm fine with whatever anybody thinks. It all got enca- encapsulated in that guy's comment. Oh man! So yeah. sometimes they're useful, though. I remember seeing one that said this guy is ripping off Dimitri Martin, and I kept seeing that. <laughs> uh, but usually on a clip that had the same joke in it, and then you a, realized you had a joke that was similar to one of his or something. Yeah, or exactly verbatim the same. Yeah, uh, and mm-hmm. I whatever. I I don't want to get into that, but uh, but you know, he just did. But he yeah you yeah. know <laughs> someone stole a joke from someone. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, named Chris Fairbanks. Yeah, and, <laughs> and uh, anyway. But uh, it's so oh, that was useful. I was like, "What the hell is all? I don't have a similar style." They weren't yeah. talking about style. They were talking about, talking about a joke. exact oh, shit. Yeah, but, well, the one I mean, Words. that seems that's a very specific way to be useful. But I think in general, it's people giving an opinion that you probably would never ask their opinion in real life. Constructive criticism by a fifteen-year-old that calls <laughs> that's you. That's never done stand-up. Yeah, that's the problem to me. Is yeah, that you I get. Value. Also, there's so much. I mean, for a woman, it's so much about your appearance, yeah. and it's like this has nothing to do with it. And I'm just exhausted by it. Even. Like, when I get a compliment, like, she's hot and Even, funny. I'm like, I just wish you hadn't said the hot part. Like, I just don't care. I right. don't that care about shitty. that. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah uh, it bugs me. It's like, I'm not, you know, there was, recently I saw some comments on a, on something, a radio show I had done, and uh, I was really proud. It was like a good radio show. It was like 45 minute interview, like, just real talk. Like, it was great. For a morning radio show, it was special. It was in, it's very in, special when those go great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, on their Facebook page, I just, like, clicked on it and then saw some comments, and they were, like, it was, like, three comments that were really negative. And there was one guy who went and was replying to all of the comments to get a discussion going about how much he hated me. Oh, wow. And on one, the a guy was, like, I got one positive comment, but it was, like, she's hot. Uh, and then the guy replied, the the one that really hated me replied to that and said, trust me. This picture is the... I've looked it up. This is the only... She is not hot in any other picture. Oh, my God. And I was like, Jesus. Just... (laughs) He did his research. Like, this guy was, like, on a rampage. Seriously. And he he was, like, like looked like he was in his mid-30s, had kids in the picture with him. It was, like, a Facebook profile in his his profile. You know, I'm like, you have children. No. And you're doing this. And so then you, of course, attacked his children. Yeah. Yeah, I did. None I found them. I doxed, I doxed of... his children. 
<laughs> You've just been docked, Taylor. I, yeah, I published their their phone numbers on 4chan, <laughs> and, the, and that they're in the 85th percentile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real yeah, specific. that's public now. Yeah. Guess who's students? Yeah. Guess who isn't honor students at so and so elementary? Your little uggos. Uh, well, it's part of it. It's part. That's the hard part about like, especially these days. That's the hard part about putting your stuff out there. It's hard enough to put your stuff out there. Yeah. And then there's just to do the show. Exactly. To do the show I just did was hard. Just to wake up you know, in the morning yeah. is hard. Are you, yeah. There's you, a are, lot of hard things. Did I go too far? Did no. I go? Th- no. Yeah. And then there's there another is. layer that you, a second wave of bullshit that you have to deal with once it's out there. Yeah. But it, yeah. It's yeah. I I can't even relate to it being just an attack on your gender. I, people's instinct though is to just to go like when I was wearing sweat this is not at all the same but it is the same instinct in people so maybe it's making them not all uh, haters of women but they are most people hate women no, most women hate women I, that bothers me too yeah like I, comedian I women anyway that. but yeah. I every time I wore a goddamn sweater so people be like oh, a sweater cardigan sweater like just yeah like, no like, they, really you're yeah. just saying what you're saying? yeah that's yeah. not to say men definitely get taught if you're in the public eye you get your appearance gets talked yeah, about but regardless but not, not as much i feel like it's just it's it's so central to the conversation for right. women that it's just like right it's yeah for a long I'm, time i was used to it and didn't even think anything of it but then it's like one of those things once it's pointed out to you how fucked up it is you're like ah like, so yeah, yeah anyway well, good. Just don't. Let's. I've. I learned. I really don't read comments anymore. Just yeah, wait I, for a positive review and read those, and then. But you'll But see, feel great. if you take this is what I've been thinking a lot about. If you take a positive review seriously, then that means you have to take the negative review seriously. That's right. Nah. And so you have to read none of them. No, no. I read all the positive ones, and I because I need. I already. <laughs> I have negative reviews kind of just scrolling through my head <laughs> where I actually have written them. And yeah, uh, yeah so I, I don't need to. We all give ourselves a hard enough time. Yeah, Let's it's only read the good ones. Well, I had the same yeah. thing too, where my I just had a well, not just, but last year put out an album, and that was the first time I ever put anything out uh, at all it, of my own, like stand up performing or whatever. Yeah, and um, like in a, that way, and without even looking at reviews either way or doing anything, just the idea that it was out there. That people could buy it and listen to it and judge it. I had a whole thing with that. It was yeah. really hard. Because, yeah, I'm, like sc- saying, I'm definitely scared. It's scary yeah. and and uh, it's like it invokes all the demons of the worst things you can think of yourself. Mm-hmm. And you just project it. I yeah. mean, it's it's a whole thing. So there's, you know, yeah. that's part, that's the beauty of art, of being an artist. But in, you just get all that. In the past mm-hmm. year, though, you've found it to be a You've gotten mostly good feedback and everything, right? I have to say, though, I think it's mostly, I, unless somebody literally put a review in front of me that was like, did you read this? It was really good, which is something my sister uh, <laughs> has to do. Yeah. Um, I've not sought out any any oh, any yeah. response good or bad yeah um, maybe i should try to do that because i have been thinking about like getting off twitter and social media for a little while and paying someone to do the promo shit for me that that you need it for yeah i would because suggest I, that yeah it's neg- it's become pretty negative for me social media has always been a problem for it's me. hard well because you also have good conversations i remember in the crazy uh daniel tosh rape arguing <gasps> days 
Um, you said some great stuff on there. I would never get into it because I every it made time me I do, so I regret mad. it. I yeah, regret it deeply. It's, <laughs> it's it is not the place for that discussion. Yeah. And the the people that seem to quote unquote win are not because they're making the best point. It's oh just, yeah, exactly. It's, when you make when you make a reasonable point, no one cares. Uh, you know? Right. That and you know? it's it's you know it's letting other people run the clock. But it, mm-hmm. but you did it was it meant a lot to me that you oh, would even wow. kind of like engage in that way or like try Thank to you. say something because I don't know. Thanks for it's, noticing. It's hard. I mean, it's no, hard. That's, it is. Every time I've ever weighed in on any any of those hot debates in our business on online or not even in our business, it's anything I get. And I, cause I don't, I mean, some, you know, some people like really are outspoken and those people get those women, especially the women, they get just so much brutal I, shit thrown at them. I'm afraid yeah. that even when I 100% agree with someone, it bothers me when people are, are speaking their mind on Facebook specifically. <laughs> I don't oh, I know quit why. Facebook. Yeah. It's, After the, um, the, um, yeah, Karen I think it was the Tosh it. thing. Oh, wow. people went so crazy. Was it Tosh or was it the UCB? It was one of these big debates. Like, you know, I don't yeah. know. Oh, I and don't I, even remember what that UCB the, thing was. Should they but... pay comedians? Oh and I, I, I ended up quitting because I wrote like a really long, it's the length. You, you, uh, Facebook is, it's too long. There's too many comments. It's too in-depth. Yeah. Um, and you get sucked into it way too much and there's just too much emotion. Yeah. Twitter is, at least you can like. All right. You can't make much of a point. You kind of have to get off. Yeah, yeah. you're in and you're out. And but Facebook, a- I, I wrote a long, like, thoughtful, reason, re, you know, reasonable, like, I understand both sides, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And then someone who I know, but not well, like Just a comedian I met, your, like, once. This is your only good photo out of the number. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, trust me. I looked up the other photos. Um, and she just, her comment was, too long. Oh, wow. And I deleted my Facebook uh, 30 wow. minutes later. I, I have a fan page, and like, and now I have... To, in order to have a fan page, you have to have a regular Facebook page to be the administrator. Mm. So oh. I had to create, like, a fake... I just have a really small profile that I... And so I can see my, like, sister's pictures of her kids and sure, stuff. Sure, sure, yeah. But um, I, have, I am not it. engaged in Facebook anymore, and I could not be happier. It's so crazy. The, the idea... People arguing stuff like that from, like, the office in their house... They'll say things they would never say That's, to a person's it's face. It's bothered oh, me never, since the never. beginning, even with just email. People are re- willing to fire off oh. feverishly written things yeah. that they would never say yeah. mm-hmm. uh, to your face or even over the phone. I, I remember early on, when I was first getting my very first email account, my dad was always complaining about people that worked for him just saying, like, trying, <laughs> saying, like, Telling him off via email, and he would just always just call them and go, "Hey, let's talk about this. It seems like you just said this and this to me." And mm-hmm, they'll go, yeah. oh, "I didn't. I yeah. thought that I like these. Yeah. yeah, it's it's always. And now it's even worse because you can add pictures and and uh, bring it to certain people. You can bring attention. Uh, yep, you can Have bring you, a lot of people into it. <laughs> I've done the thing where, and this wasn't too bad because it was with somebody uh, that I know and am friends with, but at the time didn't know him well enough. Um, <laughs> I did the thing where uh, I sent um, kind of a long email that was like, this meant so much to me, and it was like a thank you, but I was kind of a little bit caught up in 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 the 
the day we had spent together. So it was very, I get very like into the writing of, like oh, I, I lose the, the point thing. almost yeah. of like what and I'm you doing. Just, the person opens the email and they're like, what the fuck is yes. this? <laughs> and I did the one where I did that. So it was like a four paragraph email. And then my computer, my Gmail said it didn't send. So I immediately rewrote it and resent it. Yeah. And then in the afternoon that day, he sent me an email that said, those were two of the nicest emails <gasps> I ever got. Shit. And I oh, thought I was shit. going to die. Oh, like, I was, shit. like, sitting there just going, like, oh, my God. Like, was he being sarcastic? Oh. No, 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 no. It they was, were different enough that you know that he was like, oh, there's a nice second email that yeah. is unrelated. <laughs> but also I think mm. he is the kind of person that got the general... Is like we weren't, we didn't know each other that well, and now we're really good friends. Where he gave, kind of gave me the benefit of the doubt yeah. of like, <laughs> but what's there had to be duplicate sentences. Oh, absolutely. Like, oh God, that would. And, you're making my oh, back sweat. I know, right? Oh, it was like so I basically <laughs> might as well have sent him an email that said I'm deeply in love with you because it was that. <laughs> but it, but it was more of like because it, he, it was I had just. Done a big show and it meant a lot to me and it was like one of those things Mm -hmm. and we kind of had had a deep conversation. It was all these layers of shit that then just turned into like a Jane Austen level humiliation (laughs) where I was like, I can't believe that's like. And so from like since that day, I never sent if something like doesn't send or there's any problem at all, I just shut my computer and like walk away from it. Like I'm not. No, nothing's going yeah. to happen for at least a week. I, I um, have a rule about emotional emails um, that I write them without the the person's email address in the to section, mm-hmm. so I can't accidentally send it. Oh, good, good thinking. Wow. Um, yeah. And yeah, then I smart. I close it and I um, force myself to wait 24 hours. Yeah. And then I reread it, and usually I don't even send it. Um, or if I do, it's like two sentences as opposed to like 18 paragraphs. You really, you uh, literally wait till the next day. Wow. Yes. I, I, I started do doing this in my, um, I regret 90% of my emails. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Well, these are like angry, usually confrontational, which I shouldn't even be sending an email. I should be talking to the person. In right. Person. Right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Um, yeah. Pick them up like my dad's yeah. office phone. <laughs> yeah. 1989. Pick them up. I, yeah. I, I think, but I think even worse than like. Because those, you don't want to say something you regret and, you you know, you don't want to, like, cause a fight that isn't necessary or whatever. But my thing that I do that I regret is I'll send, like, what you did, Karen. I'll send a gushy, <laughs> spilling my guts, like, you know, just, you know, really emotional email to someone. And then, like they don't respond mm-hmm. with the long response. They'll just be like, Oh my God, thank you. I'll respond to this later. And then <laughs> yeah. they never do. And I'm just like, fuck, why did I just spill my guts to you? And then you're like not giving it. Cause all I want is like intimacy with people. Like that is my, I'm addicted to it. I want to be close to people. I want, I want fr- best friends. I want, you know, <laughs> yeah. And I want to be just like in you, like as a friend, <laughs> <laughs> Um, which is really fucking I weird wear sounding. Your, I want to wear your skin. I want to like wear a, your skin. Like Why a, can't I? Um, and like I want to like live in your bed with you. I um, want to make a Muppet out of your face <laughs> and put it on my face. I don't understand why you resist Why me. is that a problem? What are you afraid of? I'm afraid yeah. I'm the per- I am the person that says, oh, I'll get back to this because I'm overwhelmed. If, if there's a long email. Yeah, I know. I'm like bad, too much. I get, yeah. I get, I get too much. Yeah. Oh, I, I got to get back to this. And I take yeah. a nap and then I never... 
Part yeah. of my thing too is I love Never. writing so much that I love figuring out exactly how I want to yes, say something. I'm the same way. It's so satisfying yes. to be like, I'm going to tell you how much you mean to me in a way that's, and then exactly do the thing I want to do to you. Like mm-hmm. it's going to endear me to you, but then it's also going to like make you feel good. And like, yeah, all these things I, love, like, I like writing. That's why I like email in, in, in sometimes in that way, because you can be so clear with yes. your yeah. feelings. Yeah. Um, I like to be nice in yeah. an email, and every other sentence nags somebody. <laughs> Which makes them fall in love with you, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a good trick. My worst is when people um, want, and this is kind of my a dating problem, I still, it's taken me forever to learn of like if someone texts you, the whole politic of texting back and oh, waiting yeah. and not, or whatever, because I'll totally be like, if it's, if you have a jokey relationship, mm-hmm. I just want to get a good joke in. Mm-hmm. So I'll totally sacrifice like seeming alluring or mysterious. Yeah, or waiting two and, days or whatever the hell. Because I'll be like, here's the hilarious thing now, oh, yeah. and I've driven away scores of people by doing that. Yeah, Not really, like three, but still <laughs> horrifying. Like you just can't learn lesson because it seems so funny to me. Or also, same thing with emailing early in the morning. Oh, yeah. Because I get up at, like, I have six. to force myself not to do that. <laughs> An 8 a.m. email can freak the shit out of people. Oh, yeah. They're like, what has she fucking been doing? Yeah. Like. Just been up looking at your picture. Uh-huh. <laughs> no big deal. Just you. It's a picture of you and me and a cup of coffee. <laughs> We're Just woke up thinking about you. <laughs> no biggie. Just like every day. Um, <laughs> near these knives. Thought I'd drop you a line. <laughs> and now, living in L.A. now, I'm, I've become acquainted with the, uh, like, when you're in it with someone, when you're in some sort of, like, argument or drama with someone, the having to pull the car over to text or write something because yep. you're just like you've got to fucking say it now you know like yep which and i'm like this is defying my rule i but i'm like i'm so mad i need to pull over and be like but then this what about this yeah. it's just so one funny. time i feverishly pulled over to and uh and then i just typed you made me pop my tire because i hit the curb <laughs> and my tire went flat and then i and i blamed the person and that's not why i pulled over to Mm-hmm. That's a hard. Yeah, it's. Uh, I do a lot of that, but it's also you're just being safe when you do that. Yeah, it's okay to. Yeah, pull. no, I don't do. I don't fight while driving. No, um, no, pull over. I do like. Uh. I do like and really enjoy the car now being a place where I can talk out my feelings yes. to myself best, and just right? scream at someone mm-hmm. that's pissing me off. Just be like, you knew, you <laughs> knew that would hurt my feelings. I'm just like having a fucking meltdown in the car. Yes. And it's really good. I mean, it's very therapeutic. You can't do that in New York or you're a crazy person. Yeah, yeah. no. We do a podcast in our car. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah, I, I love, um, I'll do some interviews in the car. If it's like a long ride, mm-hmm. I practice what my stance is on things. Oh, yeah, I do that, too. Like, professional stance practice. Professional stance In a way that practice. never comes into play in my real life. Like, in no way. But I'll be like, you know, I think it's just really important to communicate. Like, things like that that, like, do not apply to my real life at all. Oh, like, almost so like practicing great. TED Talks. Oh, yes. That you'll never give. I can't go, you guys. I have stance practice. Guys, <laughs> I, gotta, practice. I gotta nail my stance down pretty hard oh, before so I go. Funny. <laughs> What's your stance? You gotta know your stance. Yeah. It's very important. 
I don't I, know I, that I talk to myself in my car. I yell angry. I, I get angry in my... Uh, my car is where I get my angriest. So if anyone's... Other, are there drivers? Yeah, I'm afraid so. Or yeah. just... Yeah. <laughs> I get... You know how anxious I am. There's a reason Karen's driving. I get... Oh. And people have commented on it. Apparently, I have a surreal... Uh, vehicular temper, uh, explosive. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. and it makes people scared and takes yeah. away from comedy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Karen operates the motor vehicle, and I. But I, you know, it's good. That I, that to me is therapeutic. You don't That's act good. that way outside your car where there's people and ears. Well, and also, I, you may have noticed this. One of the great things about LA is probably 80% of the drivers here are the worst drivers on the planet. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've noticed that. Today. I have, um, I have. I don't have much to compare it to because I oh, lived in New York didn't... for so long and didn't have a car. And oh, okay. Before that, I lived in Virginia. It's like, I don't know. It was like in college. I didn't really know what driving Honestly, was. Honestly, when I moved here, I was uh, relieved that people didn't drive as crazy as they did in Austin, Texas, where people really? go a hundred. People go so fast like we're the biggest state fast like they are <laughs> there there's a pride in speed that is equivalent to I, I do huh. I do drive uh, I, I I drive like an old woman I'm extremely cautious Me too me too Um but I don't man. get mad I get I go oh you're going to come right in front of me are you <laughs> I'll be like well and I'll be fucking douchebag and I'll just be really calm about it but um the the thing that uh, I noticed here is, um, and this is more just where I live, I, I hear car accidents or near car accidents um, every day Yeah, uh, where I live. And just, you know, it's, and I'm like, it shouldn't be this much. Like, <laughs> I, I'm surprised we, it's not more. I've yeah. become very alert. Uh, I, I am up front, I almost have my forehead touching my windshield when I drive. I'm like this. <laughs> yeah. But I, do, I really do think that in L.A., uh, people are all, for the most part, uh, driving with the frantic uh, fear. F- fear of each other. And I think that's that well, fear, fear is fear, And then there's people who are just distracted on their phones doing whatever. And that's what, you know, like, because where, where I live, I live right on... Well, not on Silver Lake Boulevard, but like I can see it from my apartment. Mm-hmm. I live on a different road that's next to it, and it's just a curvy road, and people go too fast on it. And but you can't get up that much speed on it. It's just that people aren't paying attention coming around a curve, I and they hit people. Like people really do look at their phones when they drive, though. It's crazy. Oh yeah, how I much. do. It's so bad. I do. You I do. really I try not to. Do I do it. We but both do it. Let's we just do all it admit at stoplights, and you shouldn't even do that because right. it's not. Yeah, I've no. been trying to save it for stoplights, but my problem is I will get the sense that people are going uh, without looking up yet, and, and you start to accelerate. Yes. yes, that's why stoplight is bad. Bad it's, idea. It's yeah. bad. Like you, it, it's that kind of thing of just it, being an adult. For me, I should just put my phone away. Right. Mm-hmm. There's nothing going on that's that important. I'm afraid no. that's that's when I have my thoughts to myself. That's when I want to address things. I'm driving. I'm thinking. That's where I do most of my business. But I use the voice command. Mm-hmm. Oh. I go. I'm like, just say what I want. I think that we should meet later, comma. We have to talk about this other stuff, period. <laughs> Furthermore, comma, again. I don't say again. That, I would again. Show that word, yeah. yeah. Therefore, be very, I've gotten very good at dictating uh, with punctuation. That's, oh, that's good. I've I think it's say it. Meanwhile, my eyes are on the road, safely. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. I don't know. Just I thought feel I'd like brag I've never a little. used that. It I do works the Bluetooth, great. like, for the phone. 
but I've never done voice command. It texting. really. Uh, we can do audio texting now too, where you can just record a message and text it to someone. Isn't that? Oh ha, yeah. Have you ever accidentally done that? Because I've accidentally. A friend sent of mine people. just did it to me, and it was just. All I heard was her dog barking and her going, no! (laughs) (laughs) The best! It's like little snippets of people's lives. I do it all the time. I'll just look down and I'll have sent someone the past five seconds. And I, like, panic of, like, what the fuck was I just doing or saying? But it's usually, like, walking in a parking lot or something. I have not pocket done that yet. It's pretty great. I need to start. You've got to do it. Yeah. Get in on that. I'm going to get in on it. Get get, doing it. Get down on it. Uh, So, Sarah, what, um, being in Los Angeles, Mm -hmm. what is the most fun thing you've done? Compare, contrast. Oh. New York. No, I I made a much heavier. Do you think the pizza Uh, is as good here? And is it spread out? Is it really (laughs) in the water, the tap water? (laughs) Um, I... The most fun thing I've done here, just other than experiencing a new part of the country and great weather. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think. Shit, I'm Have so Have you boring. seen the celebrity yet? Uh, I saw Miles Teller at Ooh. Best Buy. Um, at Best Buy? Yeah, and he was picking some up, and um, <laughs> he's the kid in Whiplash that plays the drums. Uh-huh. And I had never really seen him in anything before, and I fell in love in the movie. Like, I just, I think he's very attractive. Yeah, he he's is. He's just my, he's like a young Richard Gere, and Richard uh-huh. Gere is like my favorite. I, I would fuck him into next week. <laughs> <laughs> my first sex dream ever was about Richard Gere. I oh, don't know so what funny. it is about him. He oh. doesn't, he's not even conventionally, like, as attractive as many other Actors, Can I say what I think it is? He's It's Squinty Alpha Swagger. It's like it he, is. he's saying fuck you all the time. Yeah. And, and so just, it's kind I'm of like, that yeah, like, oh, what that. if he liked me? Yeah. What if the asshole liked me? Yeah, I know. And they never do. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. they don't like themselves. <laughs> yeah. I want, I'm going to fuck you in the next week as a tattoo. I think that's the best. Yeah. That's what uh, I was quoting Fifty Shades of Grey. No. Oh, my God. Did you see that movie? I did. I saw it in Miami. I was just there last week. That's where you go. Florida. (laughs) I I flew to Miami to see it. Uh, No, I was in Miami (laughs) and I had to go see it because I was was filming something that I had to talk about it in. And... um, I went to like a cine bistro, which is like you're you eat and drink while you're watching the movie with those big fluffy chairs. Yes, big chairs. Yeah, like yeah. so, I went and it was all these Miami women, like middle aged housewives, drunk off their asses. I didn't even hear most of the funny commentary because it was in Spanish um, that what? people were yelling out at the screen. <laughs> Like, big laughs would happen after a lady would say something. And I'd be like, I don't know what she said. <laughs> but it would be so funny because anytime anything hot would happen, which wasn't often, the, the, a woman would in the audience be like, ay. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Ay, that's Dios awesome. mio. <laughs> <laughs> it was so fun. And, but the movie was just a hot pile of trash. Wasn't like, it? It was just oh, so wow. bad. It was so fucked up and weird. Um, there was only one sex scene that actually, like, turned me on. Um, and it could have been a sex scene between any great lovers, you know, like it wasn't, <laughs> any of the greatest it wasn't even that, it wasn't even really BDSM. Like, I mean, and this is the part and I'm, it Ooh. is a little, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> hit a curb. Uh, <laughs> Karen's having an orgasm from my description. Just hearing about this is amazing. Um, but yeah, she, uh, okay. So this is a little, it's not much of a spoiler cause you find out very quickly in the movie. 
and I didn't know this because I didn't read the book or anything. He's rude. She's a virgin. <laughs> oh, for the when love she of... meets him, and no joke, the second time she has sex, she's tied up to the bed, uh, blindfolded, and doing it doggy style, and gets spanked. And I'm like, you just went from zero to like your second time having sex. It was like more advanced, and then this is a tweet I'm quoting, but uh, that I did. It's like more advanced than my like 500th time. <laughs> sex. Like, I don't um, think I've had sex. That I many bet times, you can get in there with. and do that. All right, that's hilarious. I was thinking because just, I've had a couple people that talked about what the uh, sex was in that movie, mm-hmm. and to me, it's so hilarious. Like, there's shit on Tumblr. Like, if those people knew what real... Real BDSM. Real BDSM and, like, the stuff that's becoming very common to people. Yeah, it it felt almost, like, like too tame. Like, it was, you know, and she gets beaten at the end of the movie, and it's like... Like, um, beaten up? He, like, whips her really hard. Because she goes... It's, like, the worst fucking dialogue. She's like, she's like... Do your worst. I want to know why you do this. And he, she's like, show me the worst you can do. Oh, and the worst God is him sake. whipping her with a belt really hard. And then she <laughs> she lets him do it. And then it finishes. I'm giving away the end of the movie. So Oh, oh yeah. It's plug her ears. Okay. And she's like. Pause. She's, she fin- she's crying. She finishes getting whipped um, with a belt. And then she gets up. And he tries to touch her. And she's like, don't touch me. Oh, no. <laughs> and then she leaves. And that's the end. What? Are you kidding me? That was they it. They don't get married. That was. <laughs> don't get married uh, because there's going to be a sequel. You know where they where they um, you know where, where they poops make in her mouth and stuff like that. Oh <laughs> no! <laughs> the old Danny Thomas. I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Is like she goes from it's, so much of it is so unbelievable and weird, and like the, his behavior at the beginning of the movie. If he wasn't rich and attractive, would be literal like stalker, serial killer Ew. behavior. Have either of you read this book that was sweeping the nation? I, I didn't. didn't read it. Nah, no, no, of course not. I, I can't read. Yeah, I want to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not a member of the BDSM. Community. I recommend the movie Secretary if you want to see <laughs> yeah, a real yeah. BDSM. That's, that's a hot movie. It's a good one. Yeah, it's yeah. hot it's and it's hot. a love story. Yes, exactly. It's like a true like they're both kinky. They both awaken to their who they are together. Yes, and it's and, so consensual. She's like, oh, she's so. It's almost like therapy for her. I love mm-hmm. that movie. That's love a that really movie. great movie. Yeah, that is. What is BDS? I don't even know what it stands for. Bondage, Bondage d- dominant, submissive. No. Sadomasochism? Sadomasochism. Oh, I don't okay. know what D is. Dominance, I think? Dominance, d- sadomasochism. Yeah. Or daisies? Daisy. That's what it is. Every time? There's a lot of flowers. I haven't seen the movie, but I heard it. I just, I'm really into flower field. play. <laughs> I just you stick a daisy in a gun. That's right. Part yeah. of it every I, time. Well, I like when a girl comes up to me and it looks like she's gonna kiss, and then she just blows a bunch of pollen into my face. Oh my god, that yeah, is that turns so me on. I mean, it doesn't turn me on so much as cause a horrible allergic reaction. I'm sure. which is allergic, which to is pollen. part of the pain. Of what pollen, are your you know? What are your depths that you're willing to go? I to? nothing turns me on more than when I get because I'm. I'm allergic to almost everything. One mm-hmm. of them is the ocean. If I <laughs> am getting down with, and just my nose is just draining, mm-hmm. and I'm sneezing, and I'm mm-hmm. coughing, and I get it's, it's like just one of the That's most the relaxing. Hottest? Oh God, it turns me on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've currently have bronchitis. <laughs> I really do. Actually, oh. that's okay. I'm on antibiotics, but uh, mm. biotics is uh, it? Biotics or bionics? Biotics. Biotics is definitely an old person way of saying that. <laughs> Antibiotics. I'm on antibiotics. Ah, I have a horrible case of bronchitis. Thank God it wasn't pneumonia. 
enough. I'm done. I'm done. Antibiotics. You guys, take it away. Enough with my... <laughs> we're here. We're here at Meltdown. Anyway. We're just kind of chilling. We got I saw Miles Teller. Oh, that in is a Best a, Buy is, is the moral of that so long good. story. And it, he's an actor and also a real-life drummer, right? Um, I think that he's a drummer turned actor. Uh, is he? Oh, that makes it even better. I yeah. heard that he was a drummer, um, but not to that level, and mm-hmm. that he basically studied to be that good for that movie. Oh, wow. wow. That's that what makes I it even hotter. I found him very appealing in that movie and then did a little research and... Uh, by research, I mean watched a Zac Efron movie that he was in. I've heard, yeah, he's in, he's in some other shit. That's um, not... And shit being the operative word. Mm-hmm. I not need, good. I need to see that Whiplash shit, though. Oh, you haven't seen it? Oh, it's no. good. It's great. That J.K. Simmons guy's from Missoula. He spoke at my graduation. Oh. Oh, you, then you absolutely must see it. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. a great guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's a good movie. But in that movie, it's super mean, right? Super yeah. stern. I have a sexual fantasy, um, Whiplash fantasy. That is Miles Teller fingering me, uh-huh. and then me going, "Not my tempo." Which is a line from the movie. <laughs> Do you have huge guns and a black t- uh, rolled yes, up T-shirt? With... Yes, and I keep like smacking him in the face. <laughs> Not my tempo. Speed it up. I kind of love that. Like people were so outraged by how mean he was, and, and he me- was very homophobic, like in his yes. uh, insults, which. Made me prickle a little bit sometimes, but I was like, no, I mean, that that is, if you're going to do your worst, you know, like, that's what you do. And like, yeah, and I feel like that's the, uh, that kind of pressure is good. But negative things, when you're trying to learn the thing you want to do, having, like, re- having it be really hard is really good, in my opinion. I liked what his character said about, like, you know, that if I... It told you you were good. You would never have been great. Yeah. I saw that in the trailer, and I mm-hmm. agreed with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. he was yelling, and it seemed like he was about to choke him when he said that. He's just very <laughs> aggressive. A lot of people don't know. He's kind of a big... Yeah. He goes to the gymnasium, it seems like. Who, J.K. Simmons? Yeah, he tosses around the medicine ball. He's just got like one of those he's old... He's jacked. Old, he's got old muscle on him. Yeah. Like, oh. I used to be jacked, but now I'm just a... He comes off pretty jacked in the movie. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because was... he wears a tight t-shirt, and he, you can see that he's... Well, now I, I... You know... Yeah. Whoop. Uh-oh. Hi. Sorry. Oh, we're going to have to move, aren't we? No, we'll see. We'll um, see about we'll just, that. We're going to wait it out. Well, let's I... Let's is see he, what happened. In that movie, is it like a teaching... Is it a high school teacher, or is that like a special music school? Juilliard-type situation. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because my, my sister's a teacher, and she just got fired for saying bullshit <gasps> in front of some kids. How old? She was, I don't know, fourth grade? I, I'm not sure. I should know that. Oh, she should be crazy. teaching high school. That's what the but union... that's extreme. She got fired. There was one other strike that was a Facebook post she made a year ago, and they kept that in mind, too, because uh, mm. she said something about, now I know why they hit their knuckles with rulers. I don't. It was a comedic blog-like post where she said that, and the principal happened to be your Facebook friend. Oh, you never... So oh, she got fired, yeah. and it. I'm like... My point is, I my music teacher in high school when I played trombone or and a bunch of teachers were so abusive. He threw a pencil at my face, and it whizzed past my eye, and I remember saying, wow, what if that had gone in my eye and blinded me? And he got frustrated and left the room. Mm-hmm. That guy worked at that high school. He worked there... Yeah. Or the middle teachers school. at my high school were fucking lunatics. There was yeah, mine too. a lot of them were drunks. We had a priest that was literally schizophrenic. He would 
the entire uh, theology class, he would draw maps on the board of how the communists were taking over San Francisco. Oh, my and God. And none, none of us said anything because we didn't have to study the Bible as long as he was doing that. That's so we crazy. all just, like, everyone just kept a lid on it. And we just knew if we sat there and listened to him talk about the communists taking over, that we could just hang out and not have to worry about, oh like, memorizing stuff. Wow. And that was just, like, I've actually written out some of it because it was so crazy, the amount of, like, kids getting screamed at and all of it that, like, these days... Is it Catholic school? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're, that's even more extreme. It's crazy. It's like its own little world. But, I mean, mm. these days it's, like, I think about that all the time. Like, kids, I think it's good, but at the same time it's, like, can be so extreme. Like... They can hear the word bullshit. If a, if a teacher's a good teacher, that's crazy. Yeah, I can't believe she got. Yeah. She just got that job too. No, it's oh, crazy. That's why they let her. Oh, she has an Adam and Eve leaf, one of the kind you cover your <laughs> genitals with. Sarah, did you go to public school or do you? I went to public schools. Um, I lived in an area of Virginia that had really good public schools, and uh, then in high school, I went to one of the first magnet schools, charter schools in the country, mm-hmm. and it was in my city, and um, and so it was a new trend What starting. does that mean? Is that like it's Montessori pub- for older kids? I don't know No, it, it kind of, but took it's, a a mo- it's a, <laughs> yeah, it was a school, like, you had to apply to get into it. It okay. was for, like, I, I hate the term gifted because it's needlessly like I was minutes from calling you um, gifted um, I, I am gifted mm-hmm. um, you're gifted it was like a gifted thing <laughs> um, and it was really great for me because I went from a huge county school where I felt alone to uh, like a smaller um, nerd school where I felt way more comfortable like I could be myself and I, I loved it I loved my high school I'm jealous of anyone that went to that school, Emerson, that I only know of in stories. It's like a the school. College? Yeah, it's like a school for artists and creative people. Oh, yeah. But it's a regular, you just get a degree and you draw and paint and make music and comedy and, oh, man. Do you get to grade no. yourself? Uh, that That's would be great. I always wanted yeah. to go to whatever what? that school was. Yeah. Well, anytime I took a college course with the football team, they did have us come up and say, what do you think you earned? And it would just be football players going, an A. And they go, (laughs) all right, all right. Hey, nice catch the other night. Wow. Yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah, that's a little crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. I got really, um, I, I was very hard on myself academically. Like, I just wanted to be good, like, at things and would try to be not the I well it wasn't like I want to be the best. I've never really had that in me, but I wanted to just do my best. And like I had I, and I I've always thought was that my parents that did that to me, but they've always been like you were just always like that. Just your standard for yourself was so high that you would just be in constant pain. Yeah. Because I and I'm still like that. I'm I'm like always like it's not good enough. I have to work harder. I have to do that. That was a mistake. You know, I'm really hard on myself. So it was in one way I loved my high school, but in other ways I just fed into what I already, you know, my college was like that where it's just, I put myself in situations where it's, it's probably too hard for me. And now if I, if I think about if I ever have kids, um, I already have this like gut feeling that I just don't want them to have to worry about any of, I, I just would be like, let's just, 
let them go to whatever school. <laughs> like, I, I'm like, people when they're like, we got to live in the right neighborhood with the good schools. I'm like, nah, let's just live in the shitty neighborhood where it's more affordable and we can have like a nicer house and the kid, the kid will be fine. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I have this like, I don't want my kid to, to suffer the way I have. Yeah, I wonder if parents can control that. I always had their support and everything, but I anguished over. I was so timid and scared as a kid, and I, it wasn't anything they did. I was just a little more. It was different. I didn't. I wasn't motivated to do well. I did horrible in school, but I, <laughs> I did worry about it, though. Not enough to change things. <laughs> but I wonder. Yeah, I always think that if my parents were like, were they yelling at me and and disappointed with me? Would it have lit a fire under my ass? I don't know. My dad was pretty hard on me about stuff. Mine, I so I it, some of it came from him, but well, it my, was it it was a lot of it was within me. It my was my dad DNA. was J.K. Simmons. <laughs> I said he was just from my town, but God, his He's shirts were dad. tight and his punches were hard. I literally figured out that everyone at my high school is crazy and never did homework the entire time. Wow. I don't know how I graduated from high school, and it's the reason I ended up getting kicked out of college because I just never went to class and you never didn't did have anything. Skills, yeah, you didn't I just even didn't. Know. Yeah, I didn't know how. I, and my, our high school is college prep, but I just got around everything, or like would. I would, it was actually twice as hard because I was just figuring out, like, I would just sit there and put it together in my mind of like, well, here's the test about the book and this yeah. is the question being asked. So this is, this is probably the answer. Right. There was a lot of that. Kind I of did business. that. I did that a little bit too. Cause I would just be overwhelmed. I would sign up for too much shit Yeah. and I would be too busy. And I got, I was an English major in college and I got really good at writing an essay about a book I hadn't read Yeah. the whole, oh, I just read funny. enough. I just knew how to. Do it, and I could skate by because I just had too much going on. It wasn't that I didn't like that. I was like, "Fuck this!" I was like, just constantly <coughs> being economical with my time, you know, like right. so that I could go do the fun things, like being in the comedy group and doing theater and stuff like I, that. We didn't have a comedy group where I'm from, so I anxiously I just wanted to get college over with, and I took the exact amount of credits to fulfill my major and to graduate. Not one more. I had it all mapped out by this guy. He's like, "Do you you need to take a structural system or what?" And I just and I graduated right on. I just wanted to end it. I just wanted to get it out of the way. But I'm glad I did it in retrospect. I mean, look, I yeah. never shown my degree to a single human. You should start showing it on stage. It's framed. It's a nice <laughs> frame. That'd be cool. It's it's a man, you guys, before I begin, I would just, I just like want to show you. I something. need you to put your eyes on this. Yeah. You, it's could, called you too. Bachelor of Fine Arts. <laughs> and it is fine. It is fine. Yeah. And I'm a bachelor, ladies. <laughs> and a and one piece just with a zipper on the side. <laughs> it's going to be a hot summer. Howard oh, Kramer's in the back. Yeah. Arms crossed. Oh, <laughs> yeah. my bitch. Jet ski lobsters. <laughs> Um, oh, this is. I am we, we always have to talk about Howard. At least oh, once uh, yeah, this, this is our Howard Kramer. That's uh, our ad, Admiration hour. We do love him. We love do. It. We do. Um, Sarah, do you have anything to plug besides Chrysalis, the new the Sarah new. Schaefer album coming mm -hmm. to you in yeah. June? No, March seventeenth. March seventeenth is St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Nice. Celebrate with my album. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, I mean I. Um, Gigs around town? Um, I would say go to my website, mm -hmm. sarahshaper.com, okay. and Good. check out the calendar. Um, I'm doing a lot of colleges, so if you're in college, 
look to see if I'm coming to your college. Oh, nice. That's, That's fun. Good. Yeah. Good way to make money. I'll yeah, just yeah. add that as Love. a little industry side note, folks. Sarah's doing okay. Um, <laughs> I'm killing it. <laughs> and yeah, you're not. See, you're, that's it. You're not podcasting anymore. Um, no, not not. The... I had a podcast with Nikki Glazer. Yes. We we're, we're it's kind of dormant. We're both just been too busy and in different places. Yeah, Never she's in the same a New place York person, time. right? Yeah. Um, okay. and then, um, I had a podcast come out last year on WNYC and Nerdist, like they partnered up uh-huh. for it, and um. It was like a season thing. Like WNYC does seasons uh-huh. of things, and they are very slow to make decisions. So I don't know if I'll keep doing it, but you can go look it up. It's called Lies. And I just <laughs> interview someone, and everything they say has to be a lie. Oh, that's terrific. That's a great and idea. That sounds fun. I'm really proud of how it came out. It's really fun. So go listen to those episodes. They're I all out there. I really like that concept. And they're short. They're like 15 minutes. I'm Good. sitting here thinking say, of lies right now. I was going to say, <laughs> it's not a long one, is it? No, it's definitely not a long <laughs> it's one. It's called Hours of Lies. <laughs> well, ours is exactly an hour long. We have uh, seven more minutes left of that. I love it. I, uh, we are going to do a comedy concert in here in Meltdown. Sarah and mm-hmm. I are both on the show. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stand in the back knowingly. Well, you can I love it. contribute. Yeah, judge. Yes. Be, judgy. be Be Please judgingly. You know what? <laughs> and I don't want to discourage you, Sarah. Did you see on the thing that the uh, it's like an audience participation? What? Huh? Yeah, that's Why the worst Why do I not word. know? I that's don't pay attention whole, when I they fucking, email me. I don't. I hope that's not what I think it means. That the audience will be participating. Do you think that's what it means? Oh, man. Those were the two words? <laughs> Sometimes there's a. It's fun when you show up to a show and they're like, "Okay, so this is a high concept show," and you just go out there and then you don't have to do any stand up and it's just like, "Oh, right. that was different." But then sometimes the concept's I, yeah. not good and then you end up being like, "Why did I fucking waste my time?" Right, right. Well, but I don't remember. That's the thing. I, I don't trust read through the these emails. Guys. <laughs> I trust Danielle and and Aaron. That, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sure I, it's it'll great. be fun. Hopefully, it doesn't mean it's not free for all of friendly heckling. That's saying, (laughs) economy, what? Uh, Like suggestions? I I don't know what it means. So it's almost like it's only the only half of improv is that there's suggestions, but then suggestions to stand-ups who don't take suggestions. Yeah, that'd be great. Or you do a joke and then they pause and just give you a tip. I would end it with, I would tag it first of all. And (laughs) just the audience, that sounds, that's the worst case scenario. torture time. (laughs) Torture time at Meltdown. Torture time. Ooh, talk about, okay, I'll tell you about a show that's torture for the comedian, but really fun for the audience. Okay. Uh, it's called. Oh shit! Setless? Seven minutes in hell. I don't oh. know. <laughs> no. Um, seven minutes in heaven or something. Like oh, okay. you do stand up in a room to a camera alone, and you have headphones on, so you can't hear the audience through the wall. Um, and then they pipe it into the theater. They do it at UCB uh, Franklin. Uh huh. And um, it was. I was like, I I watched some of it from the audience and it was really fun. But as a performer, I was like, that is not something I ever want to do again. I was like, thank you so much for having me, but that was fucking awful for me because it, right. it was, it was the the for me it was the thing on my ears that bothered me because I couldn't hear my own voice and I oh, yeah. sound I felt like I was drunk. Yeah. Like, because I felt like I was slurring my word. It was weird. It was just a sensory, like, deprivation type thing. Right. That's crazy. And you, you don't know if you're bombing right. or if you're doing well. And, to, and it's like a social experiment type show. Show is cool. I, ha- I highly recommend going to it. But yeah. if you're a comedian and you get claustrophobic or any kind of weird, you know, I don't know. Well, I was like, 
I that feel like terrible. I never know if I'm bombing anyway, even if they're right there in front of me. I'm just like, this is terrible. I do that too. I go, that was awful, and people go, that was great. I loved it. No, I'm very, I'm good. very sensitive to when I'm not doing well. I know when it's happening always. You me know, too. The, the and it does set list. You guys mentioned it. It is horrifying. And while you're on stage, while when I do it, I'm sweating. I feel uncomfortable, and I feel like I did doing stand up 15 years ago. And, uh, but it is, it's good afterwards. It's like this ex- exhilarating Yeah, the feeling. adrenaline. It's so scary. I though. haven't done it yeah. yet. I got it's very booked fun. on it and then I had a migraine that day and I emailed him and I was like, I really don't think I can do this type of show yeah. tonight. Yeah. Like, I'm, right. I no, can't you, look at you life. You have to be like, <laughs> quick and you have to be yeah. like. Uh, and he was really, he was like, absolutely not. Do not come. You're, yeah. You know, I've been this... booked on that show and haven't done it four times. Now. <laughs> really? And almost every time I would, I think I flaked straight out, just flaked, flaked two times. And then I had mm-hmm. two very legitimate reasons, the other two. But um, I'm scared to death to do it. Yeah. Scared yeah. to death to do it. But yeah. I really want to. I think it would be fine. Yeah. Um, it would be. But around five o'clock every time, every day that I'm, when I booked on it that <laughs> night, I'm like, well, that's weird. I just don't feel well. Yeah. Or this isn't going to work out I wonder somehow. if I gave myself a headache because I was scared. It is Maybe. scary. That's okay. You know, my body just like went into like survival <laughs> mode. and was like, down. get out. I, You're not I, doing this. I do not enjoy doing set lists, but I do ask to do it all the time, if that makes sense. I think it's good for me, but yeah, it's not yeah. enjoyable until right when it's done. Yeah. That's yeah. How, oh, wait, that's how that's I feel about all stand up comedy. Yeah, yeah God, that's I really it. don't enjoy it until it's over. I really love watching mm-hmm. watching it, and I love watching people suffer through it. Yeah. It's so funny how nervous people get yeah. and how great they do and how mm-hmm. on their side the audience is, and it doesn't really matter. Like, because they're just up yeah, there. Yeah, I think it's stand up. You forget how much forgiveness is given when you do improv. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I started out in New York trying improv and, and did it for many years. Well, I did it for like five years. And um, it was, I and I was doing stand up at the same time. And I would always be like, oh man, improv is like, so you you're, you have so much more forgiveness from the audience because they know you're making it up on the spot. Yeah, right. And there's the other people. Are, the there. laughs are e- coming easier. Yeah. But they're, but there's a different, like when you do stand up, you just feel so much more satisfaction when you do get the laugh Yeah, because you're in control and you had to force it and you're like getting it out of them, like yeah. wringing it out of them. Well, yeah. it's a, it's a better art than <laughs> In other words, improv sucks and that's why I went with stand up. <laughs> well, Let's go do whatever this is. I'm a little worried yeah. about whatever audience participation means. Um, definitely excited. start getting mad about it now. I'm gonna. I'm upset. I'm gonna go in there with a rage and uh, treat it like I'm in the inside in the of my car. car. Just blurt Just racism. Come out <laughs> screaming. Guns a blazing. I uh, want to just dedicate this episode to Harris Whittles, who is a person that I very much loved, and he's passed away. And so I just wanted to say that he was great, and I wanted to mention his name. And just, uh, just end it that way. Okay. Yeah. I like it. I like that, too. That he was, was great. Nice. Um, you're listening to Do You Need a Ride? D-Y-N-A-R! <laughs> this has been an Exactly Right production. Produced by Annalise Nelson. Mixed by Edson Choi. Our talent booker is Patrick Kotner. Theme song by Karen Kilgariff. Artwork by Chris Fairbanks. 
Follow the show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dinar Podcast. That's D-Y-N-A-R Podcast. For more information, go to exactlyrightmedia.com. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Follow Do You Need a Ride on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen so you never miss an episode. If you like what you hear, rate and review the show. And visit the exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Do You Need a Ride merch.